0: Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, what a weekend. We got so much to get to. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. The Boston Globe is not happy with the Boston Bruins because the Boston Bruins don't hate the Boston police. Can't have that. Can't have that these days. Uh, the Globe is happy, but one thing, Joe Karzanieff is not on death row anymore. That's important. They, they, they're they big Joe Karzanieff fans over there. We will tell you about that. We'll tell you why a couple of Obama judges decide to spare Zarniev's life. Um, the Boston Red Sox have a problem. They have a problem. They've lost Jared Carabas. That is a big problem. Nobody's watching them. Nobody's watching the NBA either. They got uh, they got some issues. Uh, and the worst mayor in America. We all know who that is. We will tell you the latest stunt from Somerville Mayor Joe Curtatone. We'll get into all that with Turtle Boy, just the guy you want. Turtle Boy, who is breaking stories left and right. We'll get into all that today on the Callahan Podcast. I'm Jerry Callahan. We are presented, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Uh, do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they could help you lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA, membership required. Okay, Kelly, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. It is August 3rd. That means only three months to the day. Three months to the day till the uh, most important election of our lives. But more importantly, we're uh, three grown men. Well, sort of. We got, you know, Turtle Boy and I are grown men. Dave's trying. Three grown men. Do you guys want to sing happy birthday to the goat? Do you want to sing? Oh, it's Brady's birthday today. I mean, what... What do you guys want to do to mark the big day? Most, you know, football writers, most of them are grown men with kids, are wishing him happy birthday to the goat with little emojis on Twitter, and I assume, you know, they're probably sending naked dick pics to him on uh, on Instagram. So we could, we should do something. You guys want to have a party or? A what other kind forever?
1: of dick pics are there besides naked ones,
0: Jerry? Do you want? Do you <laughs> want to? Uh, do you want to uh, buy him like a gift? You know, remember the football writers gave Belichick a. Uh, a onesie for his new grandchild. Yes. The guys, the guys, he absolutely hates, you know, threw in whatever it was, 20 bucks each or 10 bucks each and bought him a onesie. Uh, and he said, uh, oh, thanks and just like threw it in the trash. So, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be singing. I don't even know. Tampa Bay, are all the players together practicing? Are they, uh, you know, coming together at Brady's house and practicing? What are they doing? They'll all be singing happy birthday to the goat who said he was going to play until he was uh, in his mid forties. And it seems he's done it. He's 43 and he's still playing. You,
2: well, you, uh, did you retweet Portnoy or what did you, you retweeted Portnoy sports are just weird right now to the point where I'm not even, I don't even care about the football, like coming back really right now. Like I just don't care about sports. I
0: mean, football will be different. People will watch the ratings will be good college and pro, but Portnoy's right. He said, it feels weird. It feels like some strange preseason stuff and he can't get into it. And I'm with him. The ratings are horrible. Um, MLB and NBA ratings were in the tank, as I predicted. With the NBA, people don't want to; they're sick of the the politics. It's like the XFL, the, Jerry. I all these sentences on the back of the jerseys. He right.
1: hate me. I mean, that's what I'm expecting
0: right, to see right. the next one. Right. No, you didn't like income. No, what was it? Economic. Uh, no, uh, education, education reform. Education reform. Gordon Hayward has education reform.
1: Distributing equity.
0: There's I too mean, many syllables. D- some. I don't think I don't. Not lo- normally one of those guys who said I just want to escape when I. I watch sports. I just want to escape and get away from the real world. That's not how I feel, but I do think it is so in your face with the NBA that you know they're all on their knees. They're all uh, um, got s- slogans on their shirts, and they're all political. So- they're, uh, they're, uh, I, I think people it's in your face, and they're just tired of it. They're like, "Go screw." That's how I feel. I'm like, I couldn't. I will not spend ten seconds watching LeBron James this summer. I don't even know how long the season they're playing this little tournament. I don't even know how long it goes, but I have no interest. And apparently, neither do most sports fans. Their ratings are awful. In baseball, it's uh, it's uh, uh, historically bad, too. Um, and the Red Sox in Boston hit a new low because Jared Carabas of, of uh, Barstool, a their baseball guy and a, and a Red Sox fan and a big supporter and a big fanboy, it was in the parade when they won. He was in the float. He tweeted out, the Red Sox are unwatchable. And I, I just laughed and said, Boy, when you lose Jared Carabas, you have lost it all. The Red Sox are hopeless because Carabas has bailed.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, baseball is boring enough to begin with. And <laughs> I just can't. I haven't watched the second of a game. I have no desire to whatsoever. I probably won't. I watched the Celtics for a little bit the first game. And like I said, It's just, I'm not one of those guys who's going to say, well, I'm never going to watch this again because of, I like sports too much to just not watch it. I I don't have it in me to just turn it off, but it's, it's a bit much. You you have to mute it when they got every single commercial break. When they're coming back, the sideline reporter will be there. So, in the wake of George Floyd, the NBA players really like they're acting like, like their dog died or something. Like nothing happened to you. Literally, nothing happened to you. Coronavirus is much more detrimental than this freaking George Floyd. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I forget it was he. Oh, Kyle Lowry. They interviewed him after the Raptors game the other day. And he's like, he's like Tell us what was going through your head during the anthem. He's like, Well. We were on our knees for four minutes there for both oh, anthems, and uh, and all I could think of the whole time was, "Wow, George Floyd was like this for eight minutes and twenty six seconds." It's like Jesus Christ, you're like That's it's guy that happened a long time ago. It's unfortunate what happened to him, but you didn't, you you didn't know him.
0: That's uh, Doc Rivers' take too. Is I just can't believe I'm on my knees for two minutes and you know tough and and that's he he stayed there for eight minutes and forty six seconds, which isn't true by the way. They amended that to seven minutes and forty six oh, okay. seconds, which is bad enough. Tough. But I'm with you. Everything is about you know uh, Black Lives Matter and people are sick of it and they're turning off. I think I was looking at the numbers. Um, MLB and NBA they're averaging around a million. Viewers per game, a million and a half. Tom Brady playing golf. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Tom. Tom Brady playing golf with, uh, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, and Phil Mickelson had 6.3 million viewers. So you can't blame it on the, the lockdown or the, or the, whatever the virus, because during the virus, when it was peaking, people watched Brady hack it around, hit it sideways in a, in a little contrived golf match. Six and a half million people watch. Now they don't even get some games. They're not even getting a million people to watch a national nationally televised NBA or MLB game. Maybe it'll get better for them. The leagues when it gets a little, you know, when it gets more intense or gets uh, closer to the championship. Although I don't even know how that works. Like, I don't, I'm not paying attention to the rules of, of of what the NBA, the NHL. Either one. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean the NBA is like basically they're playing like a you know eight game season and then they're gonna have a regular playoffs one versus eight et cetera. Hockey's more confusing. The top four seeds of which the Bruins are obviously they're the top seed in the East. They're already in the, the next round, so they're in a round robin right now. And whoever wins the most games gets the one seed. Whoever wins
0: the least games. gets How the do you know this?
1: Because I looked on ESPN. It's a pretty simple bracket. It's like <laughs>
0: I, I was curious. I googled it. This is a true story. The other day I played golf and a uh, friend of mine, uh, we, needed, we needed a fourth because, uh, you know, Kirk wasn't available. So uh, he, he brings this guy and he introduces me and he, he plays in the NHL. He's an NHL player. And my first question is, aren't you supposed to be playing? I thought everyone, he says, no, we didn't make it. I'm like, he plays for the LA Kings. Who was, was it? Yes, oh yes. you don't want to say. It. You don't want to say. Didn't make. Didn't make what? <laughs> I thought they were all in it. I didn't know that. No, that.
1: no, no. There's only nine teams in the East, in the like in the NBA Eastern Conference. Only nine teams made it. Because if you're if you're mathematically out, why are they going to make you go down there?
0: Um. The his name is Joaquin. Joakim Ryan. He plays for the Kings. A D man for the Kings. You you'd have been fully aroused, Cullinane. He's next. He always uh, get gets aroused by the D-man. I'll tell you uh, that, much. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> he a stud. And I'm sure he's a tough player, good golfer, good guy, but I didn't even know. I'm, I'm like, what, are you, retired? He's only 27 years old. I'm like, no, I'm playing. We didn't make it. I'm like, okay, sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to know these things, but I didn't know. I know the Bruins are playing because I, I'm i not watching them either, Turtle Boy. I'm not watching the Bruins. I'm going to be the first to say it on, on this little uh, podcast once a Rask wore that Boston Police hat, I was out. I was out. Yeah, that, that offended me. Oh my God, that offended me. I, I do want to, I do want to commend the Bruins at the same time because apparently they removed the Bobby Orr statue from outside the Boston Garden. That is being reported today. There's no Orr statue there. Um, I assume, as you, as had you, some bad tweets. Yeah, Bobby Orr in his younger days tweeted some, you know, joke about uh, I don't know, making Jews. fun of uh, yeah. Polish, a, a okay. Polish joke or something. Hold, hold on, we'll get to Tuca, but Orr's gone. No explanation. We'll try to get it. Actually, there'll be an explanation by the end of the day, and we'll get it. But wouldn't that be amazing if they said Bobby Orr once, you know, made a a joke about whatever a, a Jewish joke or a, or, a, or a Polish joke or an Irish joke? And
1: yeah, he, well, he had a, he made he an offhand comment at a bar one time about busing.
0: Right, so. <laughs> and they had to He's remove kid. the statue. Or maybe, maybe Marty Walsh got an email or or one text from an angry uh, uh, resident who said that Bobbiore is too white or something. Why do you only have start? Why do you only have statues of white guys? And uh, and Matt, Marty Walsh, being the good little stooge, had it removed, put next to Abe Lincoln, where he belongs. By the way. Bobby was the greatest uh, player ever and one of the greatest guys of all time. I'd be shocked if there's anything to this, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, I assume there'll never, ever be a Tuca statue, and there shouldn't be. I mean, I know you guys were as offended as I was. You can pop that up again, Dave. A, a hat. A hat that does, uh, doesn't even say, you know, I support the police or uh, thin blue line or anything. It just says Boston police. That's it. That's it. And – of course, of course somebody somebody had to complain, and that somebody had to be with the Boston Globe because that's what the globe does. They are the media wing of the mob that's what the globe is the media wing of the mob um, it's it's John Henry's little plaything. John Henry and Linda Pizzuti are radical left wingers they only hire radical left wingers they are no different than the New York Times if you're uh if you're not. With the woke mob, there's no place for you at the Boston Globe. A hockey writer, what's his name? Matt Porter. Matt Porter. Name? Matt Porter, a hockey writer that nobody even knows who he is. I mean, I don't, he's he's fairly new. He's not even as big a personality or big a celebrity as Kevin Dupont. That's how obscure he is. He tweeted out uh, and 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 linked it to the message of. That the Bruins put out about their statement about Black Lives Matter and supporting all black, whatever all causes, and found this inconsistent—that you can't support Black Lives Matter and the Boston Police, which is absurd. And the thing, and and I know you wrote about this Turtle Boy, but the thing that drives me nuts is why well, can't Tuukka Rask just put two middle fingers up and say, I, "I support Black Lives Matter, but I also support the police." Go screw. What do you I, think that that was, Jerry?
1: That was his way of doing it without actually saying it. I mean, it was very obvious that he he wore that hat on purpose. The Bruins have a very close working relationship with the Boston Police. They do a lot of charity work together. They go into Roxbury. They bring kids in from the Boys Club to see games for free. Like they they put a lot of time and effort into this. And so for them to be told, like I'm sure this bothers Tuka Rask. I'm sure the vast vast majority of players in Why the can't inning, he say that?
0: Why can't he say that? Why can't he be clear and say yes, I support the police. I support whatever BLM also, but I support the Boston police.
1: Maybe because the hat speaks for itself. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like the hat does speak for itself. It's blatantly obvious what he did and keep my, I mean, he's still trying to win hockey games, Jerry. You think he wants to deal with that right now?
0: Oh no. And I understand, but I don't think it's that big a deal. There's not that much media. There's not, there's no fans. I mean, it's I, I, you know, and, and hell, he's a goalie he's supposed to be able to handle a little pressure. Brad Marchand comes to his defense, tweets out uh, kind of an angry tweet at Porter but then deletes it because he doesn't want to deal with it either. I guess I understand they don't need the headache, uh, but they know who they're dealing with. I mean, this again is not a newspaper. These are social justice warriors, and they are winning. And they are going to pile on anybody who gets out of line to harass Brad Martian, It doesn't matter. They're the enemy now because they're not completely in lockstep with the woke mob. It's nauseating, and I'm, you know, I n- didn't really. Care that much one way or the other about Rask or Marshan? But I'm I'm a big fan now because especially, you know, Marshan at least comes to the defense of his teammate who was getting criticized for wearing a freaking hat. It's just madness. And I mean, that van- happened, this happened five years ago. We talked about this today with
1: Carson Daly. This is a, he's the first guy that actually did this. They got mad at him for wearing the New York Police Department hat on New
0: Year's Eve during the Michael Brown year. <laughs> and I mean, this—it's uh, just a—and uh, you. Remember when it was cool to support the police? Remember it was cool to wear an NYPD? Yeah, 3 uh, months ago. Hat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2 months ago. Anyway, which brings us to the big the story, the big Turtle Boy story at least of the weekend. Um the Boston Bruins, the, the I guess, you know, because they felt felt bad that Tuukka Rask was wearing a Boston Police hat and Brad Marchand was defending him. Um uh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. That they they photoshopped the police uh, slogan out of the uh, t-shirt out of Charlie Coyle's t-shirt. Is this, this is confirmed, right? You reported this
1: it 100% is confirmed. confirmed without a doubt. It was the same, same exact place, same exact time. It was the same post within the same post of him playing basketball in the gym. They forgot to Photoshop it out in one of the pictures and the other three, he did not like when it was, when he was shooting and he was real close and it was very obvious when he was from a distance, you could see him there. And there's another one of him playing basketball on the video. They're all in this Raptors court. You can actually see the logo and then in the other one's it's just magically gone. It's the same exact shirt. He turns around so you can see the back of the shirt. It's blatantly obvious that the somebody got to the Bruins and said, "Yeah, oh, you don't want that. That's not good." And I guarantee you it was this Matt Porter sniveling punk talking to his buddy Matt Chamura, who I have on good good evidence and good sources are telling me that he's the one that made this call. He's like the vice president of marketing. I mean, he just looks like a douchebag. When you look at this guy, you're like, this guy was made to work, you know, in an executive office somewhere, you know, he feels special. You know, he walks around town and tells every chick he meets, Hey, I'm the vice president of marketing for the Bruins. You, you need anything marketed. You come and see me. I mean, so the, these guys are just such um they have nothing to do. I mean, they're just, they're, when you work for the globe, you are literally trained. How can you take any story and turn it into a race issue? And he found a way.
0: And and they've they photoshopped the now what did it say on the t-shirt that what were the words they took off? Like it just said the Bruins logo, B, and then PD, as in like, you know, Boston Police Department. But so with the Boston So it just B P D, and I guess it's a you know a it shows they have this relationship, good relationship with the cops. Uh, can you imagine being a young guy like a young player, a Canadian guy from, you know, a naive young Canadian and you're in the NHL and you're being told you cannot support the cops? You can't wear that T-shirt. You can't wear that hat. It must be so bizarre from them for them. And they're saying, why? Because one cop in Minneapolis killed a guy, you know, a couple months ago. That So I can't support the Boston police. What did they do? you know it yeah. just so much, it must be bizarre and and i it must be bizarre to think they probably think like the globe is a, a newspaper that covers hockey when in fact it's just again the the media arm of the mob and and in, in in all they're doing is kind of advancing their social justice causes and this was picked up you were picked up by a number of national media outlets it was a big weekend for turtle boy correct indeed it was uh, no. i'll keep the coverage my guy clay travis then picked it up could you tell clay we said hi tell him uh, i said hi when you talk to him okay we'll do he's a busy Excellent. guy we'll see what Excellent we can guy. do he's a busy guy he's a big guy big star and uh bernie kerrick and michelle malkin retweeted your story oh i did say i did notice that yeah crazy yeah michelle. yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Which well, michelle malkin. michelle malkin
1: went off the deep end jerry a little bit when i, I following her. retweeted your story Yes, I I do appreciate that. She used to follow me on Twitter back when I had my original account.
0: She's she an OG anybody, Turtle writer. Why'd she go off the deep end? She's just a very she's, she's starting to dabble
1: with um. She's not re- it's like she's starting to dabble with the white nationalist folks, which is odd because she's not white. But she's kind of become intertwined with the really radical portion of the conservative base that you wouldn't want to be associated with. You didn't.
0: You don't want her to retweet you. In
1: other words, is no. I'll take it. I'll take it. She has two million followers. I'll take the retweet. But uh, you know,
0: what was the official? Obviously, I read uh, TB Daily News, but what was the official statement position of the Boston Bruins, who who again photoshopped out the insignia on Charlie Coyle's T-shirt that said BPD Boston Police Department with the Bruins logo B? So they photoshopped that out. Do they make an official statement? Do they have an explanation? No, but Jerry,
1: the only way people ever answer questions in this town is if the Boston Globe writes about it. Not even the Herald is good enough. We saw that with Monica Cannon Grant. The Herald and the Lowell Sun, they both write about it, but it does it's not enough to get an actual comment from Ayanna Presley or anybody. If the Globe writes about you, it all changes because these people all respect the Globe. Everybody in their world reads the Globe, and it's like if they if, if they're they not writing about it it, it, it doesn't exist.
0: I, I think you're wrong. They don't respect the Globe. Man, might read it because it's there, but they don't respect it. Did you they see? Respect the out, The Boston Globe is not covering the Bruins. It's the first time the Boston Globe hasn't had a person in in the flesh at a Bruins playoff game. In like a hundred years, literally since like nineteen, you know, thirty-two or twenty-seven or something, there's no Globy covering. Uh, maybe because you know they don't want to cover, they don't want to give them the coverage because they support the Boston police, and that is not allowed anymore. But it is, it is disgusting. Because you tend to think of the Bruins, L, the NHL. I tweeted out the hockey guys are the best. They are. There was every single guy in the league stood. For the anthems, the both anthems on opening day, they all stood. One guy, this 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 poser, this drama queen in the uh, in Minneapolis uh, for the Minneapolis, for the Minnesota Wild, he took a knee uh, a couple games ago, and then he held his fist up. His name is Dumba.
1: Yeah, I saw Dumb- that. They and the, his team didn't even make the bubble, Jerry. So they're not even there. They literally brought in a ringer because they have such little diversity in the NHL. They had to bring in a black guy. And his performance, people were like, it was so strong. I listened to it, I'm like, the guy couldn't even put a sentence together. He didn't even have anything original to say besides, oh, guess what he said, Jerry? Justice for Breonna Taylor. <laughs> is
0: is that why he was in plain clothes? Because he's not even playing? Because his team didn't make the bubble. <laughs>
1: correct. <Christ. laughs> they had to bring in a ringer.
0: And and he is he's a minority, correct? Or is he, he's close enough? Person- a person of color and he took a knee and I did see it annoys me. Obviously when guys take a knee and disrespect the flag and the anthem, which is what they do. But even worse to me is the guys who try to get a little piece of it. They want to like, Glom on, so they reach over and they put their hand on his shoulder the way yeah, they yeah. did. The way they did, did with that's a couple of teammates. It's like get away like, from
1: it. Like, like something bad happened to them. Like nothing happened to you. Nothing. Like do I get upset every time a white guy gets killed that I don't know? What are you talking about? Like if I see that video of Daniel Shraver, yeah, it's like horrific. But I'm like, does anybody ever come up and like make sure I'm okay? No, because why would they? Because I don't know the guy. What am I? Am I gonna cry about it?
0: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear Dumba speak. So Dumba. (laughs) (laughs) Not the greatest ball. Maybe maybe Cullinane. If he's, uh, are you still on vacation Cullinane? I know last week you ran to the beach during the show and. Uh, didn't participate but are you with us today i am
2: no? i am certainly with you i'm trying to find i was trying to remember because comparing the photoshop story remember when the red Sox photoshopped uh, in heim bloom's office yes. remember that oh, during yeah. the draft i was just trying was, to find that story because I, I knew picture. that it happened recently
0: you want so. of martin luther king they added a picture of martin luther king to yeah. uh, heim bloom their gm the new gm to his office, which was funny, but but that's different because the Red Sox—that's what they do—they pander. That's their whole mo. That's all they ever do is pander to the mob. I mean, it's it's part of the it's it's part of the Globe family. But the Bruins, I expect better of. I expect there's
2: more. Some, there's also something with to your point one. The Bruins have always been involved with the BPT, so that's one. Two, I'm uh, I'm not going to say I'm part of the hockey community anymore, but there's something personal about first professional being a professional sports fan in boston in general but being a hockey fan too and to see the team that you root for if you're a fucking cop to see them photoshop a logo off a t-shirt like that strikes you a little bit more passionately than what is it paw patrol you know what i mean like more than one of the other things that hits you in a way i would be absolutely furious uh, you know, demoralized. If I were a cop locally in Boston after seeing Turtle Boy's story,
0: and and think about it, could any player? Would they ever defend that? Would Would the owner? Would Charlie Jacobs? Would he defend that? I don't think so. I mean, it is a rogue VP, as Turtle Boy points out. I don't know if you're going to learn that anywhere else. You're certainly not going to learn it at the Globe. They're working with them. but uh, it is a rogue VP, a a woke VP of what? What is his title? VP marketing, you know? marketing and marketing. Yeah, who decided? that supporting the cops is inappropriate. It's so friggin' bizarre and frustrating and offensive. That offends me. I'm offended by a a hockey team that has always been supportive of the cops suddenly is not supporting the cops because, again, one asshole cop, Derek Chauvin, killed one alleged uh, uh, counterfeit bill passer, uh, in the streets of Minneapolis a couple months ago, so the the Bruins I mean uh, can we call this guy Chamara? I would love someone to just explain that one question, just ask him one question: Why did you take the Bruins logo? I mean, the Boston police logo off the t-shirt? Oh deny it. did you see Matt Porter's follow up? I did not. I know he blocked you. He, oh. he tweeted at me and told me to go to bed. So I, I, I tweeted back at this. He's a little punk. He's
1: well, a, a, little turtle little writer, like, so a turtle writer emailed him and that's what happens sometimes. They email these guys and Matt Porter writes back. I'm sorry you fell for it. This is obviously a hoax as in like I'm hoaxing them somehow. It's like it's literally gaslighting. They're, he's just telling you. No, you're not seeing what you think you see. Like what No, we can all see it. it's on the, it's on their Instagram. Like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. They just lie. They're literally fake news. This is not an exaggeration. This is not a Trump term. They're fake. They make shit up all the time. And then when you call them out, they're like, nope, that's not it. It's like,
0: Guess so you, Look at that. you, I mean, you are the best reporter. I know I'm, I'm working the shaft again, but you're the best Ooh, reporter around. I'm if you he had a hell of a weekend, I just did that before we started the podcast, went to TV Daily News, read like the last six blogs. They're all breaking news. They're all they all belong in the newspaper. If there were a newspaper, a real newspaper, it breaks my heart, but the Herald doesn't do anything either. It's, you know, the, the, the Lowell Sun is more of a newspaper than the, either of the Boston papers at this point. And you are breaking news left and right. They're denying it. You've confirmed it. You, you've confirmed it with multiple sources. You know, I know you talked to cops. Mm-hmm. And they're pissed. But the Bruins are denying they did not this. Not the
1: Bruins, plan. Matt Porter. The Bruins have not commented on it. Now, it's Matt Porter's job to get a comment from the Bruins. Of Correct. course, he will not ask them about it. So there will be no comment. And this will go away. And I'm sure, like, there's a reason, Jerry, that they uh, these sources reached out to me. Charlie Coyle wants the story out there. You tell me he's from Weymouth. He's from Michael Chestnut's hometown. He took the face off when uh, Cindy Chestnut came out in February of 2019 with her kids to drop the puck. And when you listen to that video, it's hard to even imagine going back to a time in which you could get a stadium full of people to give a standing ovation to the to the widow of a of a police officer. It gets unheard of in today's day and age. And you're like, man, this is just last year. People respected the police. They honored the police. And now it's just like unheard of. You can't do it. That is
0: sickening. That is sickening. The guy from the same town as Michael Chester, if you're unaware, he's a cop who was murdered. Uh, and we'll get to the thin blue line flags uh, because that's another sickening story that you can read all about on TV daily news. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to. Not what the guy next to you at the gym or your kids are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. Before you drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. I've done this. I've thought about Paying a lot for the top of the line ones—it's stupid. This is a much better choice. You already know Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds in the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands. You know, I've done, I've, I've listened to them, I use them every day. They sound great. Their newest model, mine. The everyday E25 earbuds are the best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging on podcasts like this one. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during your conference calls or your video calls. The company was co-founded by Ray J. You probably knew that. And lots of celebrities love these earbuds, including uh, Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Mike Tyson, and me. We're all obsessed with our Raycons. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Callahan. That's buyraycon.com slash Callahan for 15 percent 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds by Raycon.com slash Callahan. Check it out today. But the Bruins haven't commented, and as far as you know, no one's asked them to comment.
1: No, the the only people who are going to ask, I mean, are the reporters, right? I mean, they can ignore me, but they can't
0: ignore Matt. Matt Porter has the ability to ask these tough questions, but he's not going to. Ability—it's kind of his job. Have we tried? Did you reach out to uh, young Matt Porter?
2: I reached uh, out to Matt Porter. He was not interested in coming on the show.
0: Oh, he actually responded. to you? That
2: is a direct quote by email. He is not.
1: I don't. Think see, that's not- what I mean. But that's how hack. That's like that's classic Globy. That they, you know, you're the. You're you're the media and you don't want to come in and discuss this. Why? Because you know exactly where it's going to go. You know that you're in the wrong and you just can't face it. They're liars.
0: Well, I mean, everything about the globe is, is dishonest. As I tweeted over the weekend, it was the anniversary of John Henry buying the team. And someday I'm going to do a whole podcast on it. Someday we're going to get deep into it. He did not get the team, the team, he did not get the globe. Legitimately John Henry, the, the uh, uh, bidding process was rigged. He was not the highest bidder. I know the highest bidder. In fact, I don't think he was even the top two or three highest bidders. I know the highest bidder. He thought he had the team. He thought he had the newspaper because he was the highest bidder. He's a businessman in Boston, a CEO who has the money and thought he had the globe. He thought it was done. They screwed him over because he is not a good, woke, liberal like John Henry and the, in the priority for the New York times, when they sold the globe, by the way, they bought the globe for 1.1 billion. They sold it for a dollar, $1. That's how <laughs> much you got for the Boston globe. Donald Trump was right. They paid 70 million for the real estate. The guy I know offered much more than that. They screwed him over because this guy was not going to carry on the, Who's the guy, Gary. I want to hear more about this. Who's the you guy? Hear more? He, well, he offered something. $7 for the globe. I was no. I'm, the deal is seventy million. You got the paper, which is worthless, and you got the building. And he he bid, and he's you know he's a real estate guy, and he was going to you know, flip the you know re- flip the real estate. I don't know what he's going to do with the Globe. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's worthless. Um, but it's not legit. He did not get it legitimate. By the way, he didn't get the Red Sox legitimate either. The guys in both both in both instances, the Globe and the Red Sox, the bidding process was rigged. John Henry was uh, given the team, but by uh, Bud Selig, even though he wasn't the highest bidder, and he was given the Globe by the New York Times, even though he wasn't the highest bidder. But we'll do that another day. We'll just continue to point out the hypocrisy, the the inconsistency of the Boston Globe. They will not cover the story, which is a big. St- can you can you think if you're a, a Bruins writer, a hockey writer? When I was writing for a newspaper, and I did it for many many years, my first thought was. I want to be read. You know, that's my priority. I want to be read. Whether I was writing about, you know, hockey or writing about whatever sport or whatever, you know, story, my first thought is what can I write that will be read? If you're Matt Porter, that's obviously not your priority. Your priority is advancing a cause. You're a good little, you know, social justice warrior and your goal is to advance the cause. Because if Jerry, you, if you on- did want to be read, you'd do what Turtle Boy does, you'd write stories that are interesting. That are revealing. If he wrote about this, the Charlie Coyle story, and kind of tied it into the Tuca and the and the uh, Bar- Brad Moshian stuff it'd be most red thing he's ever written.
2: You, you don't think that, uh, make no mistake, the Bruins need to clean up their play going forward is getting a lot of clicks right now? You think that's... You
1: yeah, man, think? I'm, on, I'm on his Facebook page right now, and you should see some of the content he shares. Uh, he shared the John... Remember that John Oliver video, like 30 minutes of oh, like,
0: John Oliver video, yeah, is, uh, that's all said, you got to say.
1: This is worth your time. He's got another one that he wrote called Being Black in the NHL. Race has been brought into the open, but that doesn't change the past. Another one says masks mask can transform its policing system to address systemic racism he just shares sh- crap like this all the time this is who he is I, I feel like he i don't even know if he believes this stuff but he, because he works for the globe he feels like as a white guy i gotta be extra woke i don't because well, I, I got something to prove
0: i mean i don't even know where he was before this but that's how you get the job at the globe that's that's how you get the job it's no different from the new york times and barry weiss was in the news again because she went on with uh Bill Maher and was talking again about the cancel culture. Barry Weiss, if you don't she remember herself though, she's eh,
1: is, is the
0: is a lefty liberal who was uh, uh, you know chased out of the New York Times because she wasn't liberal enough. She cried she's the day Trump elected. She's
1: Jewish. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they don't like Jewish people, and she was a defender of Israel. She was a, a Zionist Nazi, which was pretty interesting. I didn't know there was such a thing, but she was a Zionist Nazi. According to her co-workers at the New York Times, she's no longer there. The Globe's no different. You can't even write about hockey unless you're a good woke liberal and you attack or criticize players. In fact, he didn't attack him enough. He should have gone after, you know, Marsha and, and uh and Tuca Rask, if he's a re- if he was going to be honest, you know, that offended him. He should attack them instead of just little cryptic tweets. You should go, go, go all in and rip, rip Tuka for wearing the hat. Have some that's, balls.
1: That's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what he's doing, but you know, without, he doesn't, like you said, he doesn't have the balls to just come out and say it straight up. I mean, if it was Kevin Paul DuPont, he'd unleash the murder hornets on Tuka <laughs> Rask. That, that's the other, that's the other I hockey
0: like, Coupon, who I used no, to get along with, he blocked me, so I can't follow him. But did he tweet? Did he chime in on this? Do you guys know? Did no, you? of course not. These people, I didn't. Yeah,
2: I didn't see him tweet on that.
1: I can't acknowledge Jerry. They, they have, they have wait. It's because of Turtle Boy. They, they know that what I do for a living is kind of like the future of media, that their, people, the, their, their industry is dying. People, their, their subscribers are dying, literally. And, uh, the, the, what I do is much more popular and widely read than what they do. So they cannot acknowledge me. So if I write a story and I'm sure they read it, I'm sure they've seen it. A million people have tweeted at them, but they don't have it in them to acknowledge my existence because in doing so, they're admitting that like I'm a peer and they don't have, they think they're above me because they went to journalism school
0: and <laughs> I did not. I cut the line. You know what you should try to get, and you could get this cause you're good at this is get the numbers the, the last circulation numbers I saw for the Globe, they were in. It was like in the 70, 80,000. That's the size of the Lowell Sun when I worked there at the Lowell Sun. At their peak, I believe they were at four hundred fifty thousand circulation, daily circulation. They sell like seventy thousand now. They literally are. I don't know what the number they would mean. They've they've lost four hundred thousand subscribers in the last. I don't know, 10, 15 years. It is. And,
1: it, and how it, many of those subscribers are like schools that have a contract with them where they have to order like 30 newspapers a day? There's, a, I mean, we had that at Shepherd Hill when I was teaching there. They would this stack a telegram and gazettes in the morning. It's like, I'm sure they have an agreement or like they depend on these organizations to buy like 40 newspapers a day.
0: Right. It's, is I it, mean, it is, it's beyond dying, it's dead. And that's yeah. why they don't do journalism anymore. We well, store.
1: Don't they? I believe they have a hockey podcast called Spitting Chicklets with a guy named Rear Admiral, a real tough, hot-nosed Boston guy. Where's he on this one, huh? Oh, right. He's not going to write about that because it goes against
0: his narrative. Fraud. Ask ask uh, your uh, the guy right next to you there. Ask yeah, Colin. Isn't it. that your podcast, Dave? That's I, I podcast. do listen to the
2: show. That's a good point. That's a story that that podcast would talk about. So maybe in the maybe next episode, both. let's give him a benefit of the doubt. Maybe their next episode, they'll do it. If not, I will I will reach out to them and ask them for a comment for that. For so, sure.
0: I mean, they, they don't have to go all in and criticize, you know, their team, but um, they got to talk about it. It is incredible. They got to talk about the fact that the team is Photoshopping a BPD logo off a T-shirt. That's you know what? That's the the barbarians are inside the gate. That means somebody who is, you know, who is woke, super woke is actually in the organization, in the building doing this kind of shit it's, it's yeah,
1: i don't understand why the globe you, you mentioned before like clicks i'm sure like even if they're they disagree with this i'm sure the globe would like to stir the, the pot a
0: little bit right no. and
1: why not throw that out there
0: it's a good question because you can i mean they want to criticize anybody and tuca and marshand and Coyle, they're white so they're white guys which means they have privilege it means everything's and, been handed and, to and them
1: eric trump endorsed the nhl did you see that because they all stood for the anthem
0: Oh, that was a big deal. That's true. That should get, motivate the Globes to that's go, so to go after. That's all they needed to see. they really players, hate the NHL. They didn't bow before the mob on opening day. And that's why? And they- did it-
1: to Bruins today this morning, put out a picture of Chara with the racism shirt. I mean, I'm sure that was by design. It's on Instagram. He's wearing a big racism shirt. He looks ridiculous and absurd in it. And by the way, last night, he, I, I was told that he kneeled for the American anthem but stood for the Canadian anthem. I would like to take this opportunity to point out that he is from Slovakia. And in Eastern Europe, Jerry, I don't know if you know this, they're not quite as socially evolved as us on racial and ethnic issues. They're not a big fan of the gays over there. So he's literally from a place where Czechs hate Slovaks and vice versa. I don't know why. I'm sure it's complicated. I'm sure somebody stole somebody's bread one day or something. I'm not quite sure, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot more problems in his home country when it comes to racial and ethnic. tensions than There is the United States of America.
0: You're saying Chara. See, I I missed this. Stood. The Canadian anthem took a knee for the American anthem. That's what I'm told by people. And now I'm he's wearing kidding. a shirt that says "a racism with a, a, racism. a mask." Yes. This was a direct that? response can we, to the BBC. I, I see, see that because that is sickening. Because Chara, I'll,
2: I'll look up that picture. Yeah. Uh, so Chara, <laughs> Chara went to. I remember a couple. I remember a couple, mo- remember a couple uh, or a month ago. Chara went to a Black Lives Matter. Uh, protest I and remember. then he wrote some really like long instagram post about what type of experiences he had and races so he is all in
0: on this movement
1: dave i'm uh, sharing i'm sending it in the private chat there you go I'm okay
0: i um i, I don't think they are big fans of communism over there either are they and no you know blm we know blm's a marxist organization that wants to defund the police and open the borders and uh disrupt the nuclear family i wonder if he's all on board with that.
1: Oh, I apologize. I apologize. They're saying Dumba's is the one that did that. Dumba's is the one that stood for the Canadian National Anthem. So I got that one wrong. Just want to be clear. Okay, so Charles got the shirt on. Apologize to Z-Man now. I apologize, to name, but you still look ridiculous in that shirt. You gotta go. <laughs> and I'm sure that shirt was, it was in exact reaction to the uh, criticisms levied over the weekend about wearing the BPD. I'm sure they're doing some damage control. Like, why were you wearing that? Never again. Never again. We can't be having that.
0: I, I always demand when you do these things that you just have the guts to to explain yourself, you know, just answer the questions, which most of these athletes don't want to do because they don't want to look like idiots, like like LeBron James. They don't want to look like morons, like Steve Kerr. So they just keep quiet. They just do what they're told and keep quiet. But the Babylon Bee on Twitter had a great uh, fake tweet where the... It said the NBA orders all their players to stand for the Chinese national anthem. <laughs> so they can't for the and U.S. Anthem and, and stand worked. for the Chinese anthem. But uh, oh, that does look ridiculous. It does. I mean, it's, it's with the mask on, and he's just. Uh, uh, but anyway, I mean, he's. I'm not. I, uh, that, that's okay. That's not that bad. But you're. But you think somebody in the organization is doing that because they're. Uh, they are woke and they and they want the bruins to The NHL uh, had a
1: tough weekend. They don't want to be associated with the Trumps. Nobody does. So they want it, you know, they can't afford to be associated with them so Eric I'm sure Trump, Trump tweeted promises.
0: something about the NHL.
1: Yeah, he said like God bless the NHL. At least we have that. Something to that extent. And he put out a picture of them all standing for the anthem and they did. A lot of these play like the Bruins, I've been told in good authority, they would not even humor the idea of kneeling for the national anthem.
0: Good. Good. You know what? I'm going to every time I tweet about this or talk about it, I get these people say you're on the wrong side of history. I don't care. I I don't care. (laughs) I I fail to believe that the wrong side of history is saying you should stand for the anthem. You should respect the country. You should not defund the police. If that's the wrong side of history, then. I'm, I'm going to stay.
1: that, Jerry. You got to go down swinging. Like, if you're going to go, like I'm not going to, I'm not worried about how people are going to view me 50, 100 years from now. I'm doing what I feel is right now. And this looks freaking ridiculous. You look And, like a joke. and, and by be the way, way, to all
2: the listeners out there, because our listeners support the cops clearly, uh, stay on this story. Like, give all those beat reporters for the Bruins shit. Like, stay on this story on Twitter. Put it out there to them because there is nothing worse if yeah. you're a Matt Chamora directing somebody to Photoshop that out and then being caught that you actually like he was probably scared shit was doing it because there is, you know, the risk that someone would find out. And guess what? Turtle boy fucking found out. Yeah, so now to make his it. life
1: hell. Yeah, I mean but. it's like <laughs> these people, Jerry, they uh
0: they the never NBA, the NBA had a couple guys who stood and said Um, they're they're not big stars, but, uh, stood and said they did for, uh, because they're Christian and they, you know, they believe that you kneel before God. You don't kneel before, uh, you know, the, the national anthem. And that took guts. I mean, I've been tweeting about it. That is the definition of courage in 2020, standing for the anthem and defending your country is the definition of courage. um, when LeBron James took a knee on opening day of whatever the hell this is, a season or is it a tournament? What do we even call this? NBA, NBA season that they're playing now or a tournament or a bubble? Yeah, whatever you want to yeah, call it. A bubble thing, whatever. He, yeah. he took a cool. knee. And did you hear what he said after the game? As usual, every time he opens his mouth, he, he proves the, that he's, is, uh, he's a moron. LeBron says, I hope Colin Kaepernick is proud of us. Oh my and, God! And Whitlock wrote about this: the difference between these NBA guys who are risking a lot—they're—they're they're not great players; they're not big stars. One of them's a rookie, and they take a—they stand up and then they profess their love of Jesus Christ. Yeah, they have. To. They did it for their—they did it for God and country. And LeBron, the biggest star in the game, says, "I hope Colin Kaepernick, who is an America-hating punk, all right. If that's the wrong side of history, I don't care about that either. This guy honors." Joanne Chesimard, who who murdered a cop. This guy hates cops. This guy loves Castro. Uh He's he's despicable. He's scum. Okay, and and I'm not supposed to say that now because one rogue cop killed one, you know, alleged counterfeit bill passer in uh, in Minneapolis. But can you imagine the biggest star in your sport says, "I hope Colin Kaepernick is proud
1: of me." Imagine looking up to Colin Kaepernick for anything. I mean, it still amazes me that he's the leader. I can understand someone like, you know, uh, McCordy or malcolm right. jenkins somebody who seems to like be more familiar with the topic colin kaepernick doesn't even know the black lives matter terminology he doesn't tweet he retweets he, he's literally a puppet i mean he, joe biden has more original thoughts than colin kaepernick does he does the, 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 imagine looking up to somebody like that you know, colin kaepernick gets credit for
0: Giving money to charity because he's got so much money and all the corporations just money whip him and Jack Dorsey gave him three million bucks and you know Nike gives him all kinds of money and you know they they pay the their slave laborers uh, in in China they pay them nothing and they give Kaepernick millions. Ka- Kaepernick uh, gave a big donation to that the organization which is named after Joanne Chesimard who is now what's the what's her fake fig- uh, her her new name Shakur. Not, uh, Shakur. Asata Shakur, she, there's an organization named after her. It's called like Asata Shakur, whatever group. She's a cop killer. She murdered a cop in cold blood in New Jersey and ran to Cuba. She's still there. And, and Colin Kaepernick celebrates her. And I'll, I've repeated this a hundred times. I'm going to repeat it till the freaking day I die. We are supposed to be, look up honor. You know, these frauds like KFC and all these Feidelberg guys at, at Barstool think colin kaepernick's a hero well how do they feel so about they changed their
1: mind jerry they didn't think that four years ago
0: right but they had a lot of self right the first time he's not a hero he does not like this country he does not like cops he thinks cops are pigs and he thinks uh he's cuba is is has a better system than the u.s but wh- i don't know why we got off on this tangent yeah,
1: i mean you know who's you know who's a really got to be upset this week jerry I've, i mean i can't, i feel for kirk because this i mean think of the back-to-back stories we've had there that he's probably salivating over if he's on twitter like the you first you have the globe story he's right. got to be loving that one and he can't talk about it and then you have the kurt tony thing too <laughs> the guy who that. got sued by Curtitone. tony he's got to just that it. we're gonna
0: get to that we were thinking of doing a little thing on this podcast where we have like asshole of the day or you know, jerk off of the week but it would be pointless because joe Curtitone tony would just win it every week it'd be like you know it'd be like uh, the, having the player of the week in the NBA when Jordan was in his prime. It's like every week it was it would just make it the Michael Jordan award because he's so far and ahead of uh, everyone else. And when you think about, you know, the biggest assholes out there, Kurt Attone is stands alone. I mean, but he wants it. He really wants that honor. When we That's talk a lot thing. about these mayors, these, these, these out of control, radical left-wing mayors who are destroying cities in America. Like, Ted Wheeler and Lori Laughlin and that oh. Jacob Jacob Fry or Frey, whatever, in Minneapolis, and they're all they're all despicable. Carditone's worse than all of them. I mean, Kurt he wishes Tony wishes he was the mayor of Minneapolis
1: or one of these bigger cities, so yes. he could be the biggest asshole in America. He tries. I mean, it's a, it's not a big city. Eighty thousand people live in Somerville, but he's arguably the most famous mayor in Massachusetts because he's constantly doing shit like this. I mean, he advocated for the I-93 protesters. He has he has been flying Black Lives Matter banners on City Hall before it was cool, before it was trendy. I mean, he's literally, the he goes out of his way to be the wokest dude ever, and he succeeded. Well,
0: we'll get to the latest thing Kurt Tony did to, to try to be the wokest dude ever. It's disgusting, but uh, not a surprise at all. We'll get to that after I tell you about Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete. This is for you homeowners and home builders. Did you know my brother-in-law, Greg, has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. They have all kinds of concrete steps for you to add to your home, improve your home, or uh, you put in a new home. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair, she has great values with designs for any home available in concrete. Or you can customize with beautiful stone granite or brick. I'm a granite guy. I like the granite. Go with the granite. A new staircase could dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove your old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You can sit inside, crank the AC, look out the window, watch these guys do their thing. Nobody does it better. As soon as they're done, you can go out to look. Your home will look better. It will be worth more, which is the most important thing. You can learn more about Shays Concrete Precast Precast concrete steps at shakeconcrete.com. And also, you can go there and look for a job. If you need a job, if you're one of the millions of people who've been put out of work by these governors and mayors, uh, Shay's hiring. Shay's, Shay's cranking, man. The, uh, You can look on their website, shakeconcrete.com, or you can just email them at jobs at shakeconcrete.com. They're looking for CDL drivers. They're looking to help at all their plants. They have four state of the art plants around New England. Maybe there's a place for you there. It is a damn good company. Check them out at SheaConcrete.com. Um, I tell you what, nobody in Somerville is going to do that because nobody in Somerville has to work. Their mayor is, is the ultimate fighter for the non working class. All he does when he wakes up in the morning is says, how can I be the craziest radical out there? What more can I do for illegal immigrants, you know, criminals? uh layabouts people that are on the dole on the uh uh are dependent on the government that's his his Class. I mean, but you know
1: about him, like he's not even one of these radical leftists at heart. He's a meathead. Like, look at him. He looks like a freaking meathead, like every bad extra in a soprano show. And he thinks he is one. The Curdy Tony family is ratchet, Jerry. I've written many blogs about his. Yes. Ra- oh my God. There are some colorful characters in the Curtis Tony clan. This is not a smart guy. He's not somebody who went to like, you know, some left wing university and got brainwashed. He's literally just an Italian guy who realized that in this city, how can I come to power? Well, you got to be extra woke. So I'm just going to go all in. He probably read a couple books on how to be woke and he just goes overboard on everything. I don't think he believes a single yeah, goddamn that, thing he's saying.
0: That is a good description. He goes overboard on everything. And the latest, if you haven't read it on TV, daily news is, and, and we've talked about it before the thin blue line flag. It's a, it's an American flag, but it's blue uh, instead of red. It's all blue. And it's uh, to honor fallen police officers. And there was a big deal. In, we talked about it last week in Hingham, because there was a thin blue line flag honoring Michael Chesna, a cop from Weymouth who was murdered two years ago. Do I have that right? And that they took it off the took it off the fire trucks in uh, in Hingham, which is disgusting. And the police chief in Hingham, correct? Yes, he went along with it. Went along with it, and and you destroyed him in a blog, and it was and and, they, and he deserved it. He was pandering. It just seems remarkable to me. I mean, I can't believe like two months ago, we were sitting here talking in May or whatever, you know, even after George Floyd, if we were talking about this, you couldn't imagine like the Boston Bruins photoshopping a, a, a logo or people uh, ripping Tuca for wearing a hat. This is so absurd and it gets more absurd every day. So in Somerville, they had the thin blue line flag on a police on a fire truck because, Sean Collier, who was murdered by the Zarnievs, and we'll get to them, we'll get to one of them shortly. Sean Collier was a was hoping to be a Somerville cop. He didn't make the force because he's a white guy and Curtis Tony, you know, his policies didn't allow for- uh, Kurt Atoni you know,
1: also picks family. I mean, he was on the list. He was qualified for it. He actually sued the city of Somerville before he died. Uh, I mean, and, and if he had picked him to be a cop, he was perfectly qualified hometown boy, then he would be alive today.
0: Well, Sean Collier was murdered when he was an uh, MIT police officer, was murdered by the Zarniavs in cold blood, as you people know. But he was made an honorary Somerville cop after he was murdered, which is, you know, by such, Curtis Tony. Curtis such Tony a, a Tony home. thing to do, such a pandering thing to do. This guy is just the worst. He got one email from one uh, just just a tweet stereotypical a tweet. social justice warrior some You see like her look her Twitter handle should be mentioned. It's Becca
1: Defund the Police. Becca Defund the Police. That's the Becca, name of the woman that did this. Becca. Becca who is
0: as you point out looks exactly like you would have picture her looking, kind of like the old character Pat on SNL. Well, Becca uh sent an email said she was offended or hurt by this a tweet. A tweet send a tweet that she's hurt by this thin blue line flag. And of course the mayor, because he got one tweet, ordered the flag down. I was tweeting about it last night. Kurt Atoni does get people going because he's just so despicable. And um, he said, you he, he couldn't have that flag there because it was hurting, hurting people. It was hurtful. I'll read it. He said, the flags are off the trucks. They were not authorized to be there looking into how they got there. Uh Oh, somebody's in trouble. I sincerely hope the people who did this did not realize how hurtful it would be to the people in our community. That is an actual tweet from an actual mayor of an actual city uh, um, threatening the person who put a flag up on a truck to honor a murdered cop. That's how nuts. From his city. From his his city. city. That's That's how insane these people have gotten. He's he's, uh, apologizing that the flag was there in the first place. They were not authorized, and he's trying to find out who put it there. That guy's in trouble, and he sincerely hopes the person who put it there did not realize how hurtful it would be to people in the community. Now, you got to explain to me. I've certainly read your blog, and I I, I saw with this crazy Becca person. How could it ever, ever, ever be hurtful to any human being that a flag with blue stripes is on a – by a truck. They're, they're trying to because, they're, because a cop was murdered by Muslim terrorists uh, seven years ago. They're trying to turn it into the new Confederate flag.
1: That's where they're going with this. They want that to be the equivalent of it because it's, it's been "quote unquote" co-opted, kind of like the OK sign. Like they just decide random things are racist now, and yeah, because they they interpret it because one white nationalist one time at a rally had, had that flag with them, therefore it's now guilty through association. I mean, what happens when a white nationalist? Waves the rainbow flag. What happens when you are your first gay, white nationalist? What then?
0: It's so, did, you see, did you see the bed and breakfast in, uh, I think it was upstate New York, they had the Norwegian flag because they're Norwegian. Mm. So they have the American flag and they have a Norwegian flag, and they got so many complaints because it looks sort of like a Confederate flag. <laughs> they had to take it down because not only are these people uh, you oh, know, uh, the, the snowflakes, but they're stupid snowflakes. They saw the Norwegian flag and they were hurt because it yeah, looks sort of it's like,
1: a, like it's like if you <laughs> it 45 degrees it gets but, but it
0: is truly insane that there's no pushback that obviously there's no media that's ever gonna criticize Kurt Tony other than other than Kirk Minahan and you yeah no
1: I it's um, this, like this is the new thing to say it was hurtful well first uh, of all it was, if it, that shows you how easy you have it in life if right. that hurts you and you talk the best-selling book right now jerry in the world that every woke person's is reading is called white fragility it basically mocks any white person who's ever defensive of being called racist right well i'm the fragile one and you're you're hurted by a flag but i'm i'm the white guy i'm fragile what are you talking about
0: it is incredible would there ever be a point where kurt Tony, who's a mayor is supposed to represent this city just says, you know, that's honoring uh, a guy, a, a, a wonderful guy, a good family guy who was murdered by Muslim terrorists. Um, that stays. I mean, so he upsets Becca, this this person on who's uh, Twitter. This before,
1: who's posted every time she sees a thin blue line flag anywhere, she's tweeted about it. At what
0: point does a mayor, even a woke moron like her Tony, say, enough, enough, the flag stays, get lost. Get lost. Oh, he would Never, ever. I mean, very few mayors would,
1: but not only Kurt Tony not only wouldn't do that, he would look forward to do the opposite. As soon as he was wait, I'm sure he was watching the battle in Hingham. I'm sure he was watching that. And he's like, oh God, please bring that to my town. I wish, I wish a firefighter would try that in my town because it'll give me something to tweet about. I'm running out of material here. I need something new. Remember he banned Sam Adams. He said he was going to boycott Sam yes. Adams because yeah. they were happy about a tax cut. I mean it's like right, because, because Jim
0: Cook the the CEO uh, uh was happy that they got a tax cut because it was good for business so he wanted to ban I mean he's just the worst he's just the worst but he knows all the layabouts in his town will support him because you know he'll support them he doesn't care about businesses i was funny as soon as like boston or or the governor Came out with, you know, phase two, phase three on the, and, and, and they were very strict and draconian, the worst in the country, you know, wouldn't allow like personal trainers, wouldn't allow driving ranges to open because our governor in Massachusetts is the worst, worse than any Democrat, just a tyrant and, and loving this lockdown, just loving it because he gets to, you know, uh, just to, uh, gets to be control our lives, um, he comes out with like a phase three. And the first thing Kurt Atoni says is we're going to go a little further. You know, we're not going to allow this. We're not going to allow that. You know, we're not going to allow anything. You know, we're not going to allow anything. We're certainly not going to allow thin blue line flags to honor murdered police officers. It is madness. And again, it's good for you that there is no media, virtually no media in New England or anywhere else, because people have to turn to you to get the stories. And this story is incredible. All right. Today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth.
2: I'm actually here with Dave McDonough in his beautiful offices. Looks different since, uh, one four months ago since I was last here?
0: Well-decorated, isn't
2: it? Well-decorated. All right. We're talking about the Mid-Year Outlook Report. This week, I'm actually a little ticked off, to be honest with you. Okay. Because you showed me how many people have gone to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement versus the amount of people who requested the guide, the twenty twenty mid year outlook. Maybe it's the person giving the message. Dave. It could be me. It right. could be maybe Jerry should start reading this. But the hundred and twenty four people that went should have requested the guide, but only fifty four did. So let's figure that out, people. Go there, put your email in, get the twenty twenty out- outlook report. Dave, what's inside it? Tell him. Well, Sell it for me because I can't.
0: Well here it is, David, you've got a market that just four short months ago was down forty percent. Now we're flat for the year. And what this booklet does, it tells you how we got here, but more importantly, where we're going. So, you know, Dave, the return this year has come from five different stocks in one sector of the market. A lot of your listeners out there, they're just chasing that hot sector. That's not the smart thing to do. You get your hands on the booklet, tells you where to go to get the rate of return, especially, again, Dave, with the market flat for the year.
2: We gave away thousands of these on the radio. Now we're giving away hundreds, right? We're in the hundreds. I said 54 yesterday, download it. We're in the hundreds. I want thousands, okay? It was the most popular guide we ever gave away on radio. We're going to make it the most popular guide we ever gave away in podcasting. Don't be a dummy. Go to flagshipwealth.com retirement. You say it now. Tell them not to be a dummy.
0: Don't be a dummy. Thank you. Flagshipwealth.com slash
2: retirement. I did not say give away the website. I said just say don't be a dummy. You listen to me when I speak. Flagship wealth dot com slash retirement get the mid year outlook report. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member
0: FINRA, S I P C. Uh, the big story, the big story over the weekend, at least, you know, in, in you know on my Twitter and you know on the news. And it, it broke on Friday that uh, and I, I shouldn't have been shocked. I guess I'm not shocked. It was it was uh, disturbing and disappointing that Zarniev, Jokar Zarniev the surviving Zarnia brother, he's not going to get exec- executed anytime soon. I will be dead before he will be. You probably will be dead before he will be. He's 27 years old. He's in maximum, uh, security and, you know, he'll stay there. But a couple of woke judges, Obama appointees in Boston overturned the death penalty sentence, not the conviction, which my question would be, why don't you overturn the conviction? The, the, the reason they overturned it. The logic, and I was just reading again this morning, was that there were a couple of jurors who were biased and they could have, should have moved the trial. Well, those jurors were biased before the, the guilty verdict. They were biased obviously before the death penalty sentence, but they were biased before the guilty verdict. So why don't you go all in? If you're going to be an asshole like these two judges, why don't you go all in and overturn the conviction? What's the difference? I mean, you could say, "Oh, he's still convicted." They're just anti-death penalty zealots. That's all. They just they don't like the death penalty, even though. Well, even though, even, crit-
1: a lot of lawyers criticized this. They said they should have tried it and not in Suffolk County. That that this would they they predicted this appeal happening, this exact thing. And this is what Martin Richards' family was worried about, by the way. This is why they didn't want the death penalty because, like, like I don't want to keep relitigating this. I don't want to keep every time it brings it up, it hurts. You know, well, it, I mean,
0: with all. With due respect to the Martin Richard family most ones, yeah. most of the victims i know that they got most of the coverage from the globe who w- the globe was more invested in saving Carr's Z- life saving zani's life than anything i've ever seen the globe except gay marriage i'm sorry gay marriage they were involved 100% in the scheme to have one judge declare you know marriage between a man and a man legal the the voters uh shot it down as they did in thirty-one other states, but the globe found a way around the voters, around the, the people, went to this one judge and got their way. That was the the cause that was nearest and dearest to the heart of Globies, but this was second, saving Joe Karzaniev's life. And they lost. The jury convicted him and the jury sentenced him to death. Um these two judges, there's three judges, but two were all in, two in Bo- Obama appointees, uh said that the jur- jurors were biased because one of them retweeted a tweet that called uh, Zarniev of a piece of garbage. Maybe that was Absolutely. my tweet. Maybe that was my tweet. But anyway, they read. So this juror, he's already convicted. He's a mass murderer. He injured 264 people. 19 people lost limbs. Four people were murdered. An eight year old child was murdered and a juror called him with a retweet. Mind you, he didn't write it. He just retweeted that he's a piece of garbage. Can you explain to me how that is tainting? This is after is the been, guilty verdict? After the verdict, before the sentencing. Yes. And, but by the way, even if it's not before, hold on, even if it's not before the guilty verdict, even if you did it during the trial, the the defense team admitted Joe Karzaniev did what he did. They just said he was under the spell under the control of his brother. So even if it's the day one of the trial and you say he's a piece of garbage, what's wrong with that? He's admitting that he committed this crime.
1: This wouldn't be happening. If if the other one lived and this one died, this would not be happening. I tell you, like, Joe Karzarnaev doesn't even know how to be a terrorist. His brother was like a legit... Terrorist. He was a terrorist before the Boston Marathon. He was a scary. He was just a bad he murdered, bad he murdered
0: four people in Wall yeah, their
1: throats. A dangerous, dangerous guy. The other guy, the other one was a literally just a pot smoking loser who's just like, Yeah, hey, what if my brother was to do blow shit up? Yeah, sure. I watched a couple videos. Yeah. And now he doesn't even understand that. Like, do you even jihad, bro? You're supposed to go down with the ship. You're supposed to want to be executed. Right. Why do you know you want to live no. in jail the rest of your miserable existence? That sounds fun to you no.
0: I get oh, jihad. every time I tweet about this, you get this people, uh, lots of them who say it's better this way. You know, death is the easy way out. Let them stay in prison for 70 years. Well, if death is the easy way out, why do they fight so hard to stay alive? Why do they have their legal team fighting to keep them alive? They don't want to die. He doesn't want to die. He's probably got this probably other. In fact, I know there is other fanatical Muslim terrorists in that prison. And he's probably got you know friends, and he's in a little jihad group, you know, jihad group.
1: He doesn't even have the beard. Like, does he is he really into Allah? Does he say Allah Akbar? Like, I just can't imagine. I feel like he would rather have a PlayStation, like, he would trade it all for like a video game.
0: That's what you know, you're right. In the the movies, various movies, including the uh, whatever that. Donnie Mark Wahlberg Which movie. was horrible. I watched it when I was on vacation. It was horrible. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was a superhero movie, and Wahlberg was the superhero. It but was the so stuff. Strange. The oh. guy who played the two guys who played the Zarnievs were great. They, they were they, awesome. Yes, they, they were very good. The, the, they, they were scary. Yeah. But you're right. The other guy was when, and, and that's why this is happening because these death anti death penalty zealots, these judges, just like the Globies, they, they kind of have a, a warm place in their heart for for Joe Carr because, you know, it was all his big brother's fault and he was just lost. Let's not forget the Boston Globe blamed us, meaning the people of New England, because we didn't fully embrace the Zarniefs. And they kind of defended him when they were trying to save his life by saying that, you know, their father didn't really love them and the people didn't really embrace them. I mean, just Jen, Gis Chen, that's we correct.
1: Failed the Zarniavs. Yes. That's the literal headline in the Boston we Globe.
0: The Zarniefs. Can you imagine being in the Richard family or the Collier family and reading that? I mean, can the, you imagine ever supporting the Boston Globe one day after they ran that garbage? She blamed
1: the redlining of the Jews.
0: The All right, I got a question for you. You're a pretty sharp guy. You know, you know, you're a history teacher. Do you know how long it took from the day Timothy McVeigh was uh, convicted to the day he was put down like the like the rabbit animal that he was?
1: Well, he was convicted and he died in 2001. He was
0: convicted, I assume, in 96 or 95. He was convicted. Uh, he was uh, executed less than four years after. Okay. He was, uh, it was quick. Uh, he they got executed it, they got it quick. Less than four years which is exactly what would have happened to Joe Karzani if if he weren't a Muslim terrorist. There's a, these, these guys have a place in their heart for, uh, I guess, you know, religious zealots or, or, you know, Muslim zealots. Do you ever remember anybody defending um, Timothy McVeigh? Anybody saying this is awful. He should get another appeal. And the jury was tainted. The jury was biased we all celebrated everybody celebrated that this guy was a uh, kill uh, babies man as, i mean that's, that that was what that was the just punishment there's some crimes that are so heinous that the only just punishment the only fitting punishment is death uh, obviously what McFay did was 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 heinous and he deserved to uh, i mean he, he murdered 168 people so he's the worst of the worst um, he was put down on um, June eleventh, two thousand and one, less than four years after he was convicted, and nobody cared. Everybody celebrated. We all uh, supported this. Why can't we all support? Uh, don't you think this- Timothy May wanted to die? I don't think so. I, I mean, think
1: I think he was all about. It. I mean, he never heard him crying about it or whining about it. I feel like Joe Carr. like doesn't want to die. What's wrong with him?
0: Well, uh, right, he's a coward. He's a coward, not a real Muslim terrorist. He does not believe there's going to be 72 virgins waiting for him. I mean, he he was, you know, smoking weed, selling weed, doing drugs. His brother murdered drug dealers because they were Jewish. So that's the difference between these two monsters. But it's just so frustrating that two judges, not only did the jury of, of, of his peers vote to put him, Down, but most people support that. The overwhelming majority of people, even in Massachusetts, even in blue states, support the death penalty for monsters like this. And two judges can just say, "Nah, I don't, I don't like the death penalty." You know, we're not going to. Sorry, this juror retweeted something, so we're going to start all over again. It's disgusting. And these people, as always, as I tweeted, you know, my heart breaks for. People like the Richards, people like Mark Foukeril, you know, who lost a leg. and The Campbell know,
1: family, somebody in the comments. Say about
0: this. Um, you know, Jeff Bowman, my friend Jeff Bowman lost both legs. These judges don't give a shit about these Obama appointed judges don't care about victims and they never have. They care about causes and they're against the death penalty. And for some reason they have a, you know, a, some sympathy for someone like this who wounded 264 people, you know, just for fun. We, we know it doesn't really believe in the cause. And they get to overturn the will of the people. They get to overturn the decision of a jury, uh, a, a, the right decision, the, the, the just decision, the compassionate decision. This is the, how you show compassion for all these victims. You take this monster and you put him down. That's simple. That's what we want. And it kills. It it must be the one that killed Martin Richard too. Like he,
1: he's his, he, I've said this before and I'll say it again. The first bomb went off, right? 12 seconds before he had the op. He saw the explosion. He saw what it can do. He had the option to back away at that point, but he went, not only did he go through with it, he placed it next to an eight year old and a six year old sister and intentionally targeted them. He's even worse.
0: He did. He, he saw the children, and he put it near the children, knowing he would blow up children, murder children. And again, two Obama judges say, you know what? You know, let's it's just don't it's just not fair. Poor guy. You know, he was he was confused. You know, he was misled by his big brother. And his idiot wife
1: wasn't cooperated,
0: right? Catherine Harris. Catherine Russell has not Catherine cooperated. Harrison. She knows everything. She's living with his family. I believe last we checked. Um, yeah, I think in New Jersey still wearing the, you know, the, the hijab and, you know, supporting her terrorist, uh, her dead terrorist husband. She's disgusting too. And, uh, uh, that was, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie when the woman was, uh, interrogating Catherine Russell pretending and pretending to be Muslim. Yeah. pretending to be yeah, Muslim couldn't get anything out of her. I understand it was all made up, but it was still half the movie. Well, was, was
1: that good. made up? I thought that was good. I think
0: it was all made
1: up. I knew the Sean Collier <laughs> love
0: story was made up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, made, they made that up too. But I mean, I again, the, the movie was good because the guy who portrayed the Zarnievs and some of the cops were good. And uh, the, some of the, stupid, fake Boston accents like uh, John Goodman as Ed Davis was oh, terrible. That was awful. That was terrible. So Very crazy. I didn't understand why Wahlberg had to make it so silly. It was ridiculous. Like
1: how much he was everywhere in that movie. Everywhere. He was a Watertown cop. He's a Boston cop. He was literally everywhere. Anything happened on the front lines. Why would he do that? Like how does he, did he not
0: see how that came across as like making it all about him? Uh, it's a good question. I'm, I'm, uh, if we ever have him on, we'll ask him because it seemed silly where you know you know people are going to be looking at you going you know you're not a superhero There's a guy who by the way said if he was on flight united 93 he would have taken down you know saved the plane and beaten up the terrorists that that wouldn't have happened they on his did body. that's why the plane crashed <laughs> <laughs> can it fly well, through oh, okay. like- he would have saved everybody on it but it is i mean i was doing the you know the twitter thing when this uh, Decision was made, and people are pissed, even liberals, even Massachusetts people are pissed, going, how do these – what the gall of these judges to overturn the only correct verdict, the only just verdict, and they're saying no. And now, as you point out, all these families, the Richard family, have to relive it all over again. That's not a reason not to execute him, Aiden. You don't say, oh, we shouldn't give him the death penalty because then he'll appeal and then he'll have to live. I mean, that's – This is justice. Most of the victims want him dead. Uh, and the Richard family probably wants him dead, even if no, they don't they know that it's going to be a long road, a long haul, because of all the of the resistance from people like these Obama judges. But
1: it's at least at least least Little Martin Richards' sister will always have her good friend Kevin Cullen
0: (laughs) by her side. That's she'll always be his talisman. His talisman. talisman, which I had to look up his good luck charm. Kevin Cullen. I still can't believe he works there. I still can't believe that happened. who's, who's,
2: Who's the Globy that wrote about this over the weekend? I think it was like, it's the perfect scenario for them because they get to play the whole like, Oh, this is the last thing Boston needs. But it's good that he's just going to, you know, he's not getting the death penalty. He's going to be locked up for the rest of his life. We save money or whatever the bullshit. I think it was who was I think it was Adrian Walker who wrote that column. They they
1: had had an op-ed that Ayanna Presley retweeted says eliminate the death penalty.
2: Yep.
0: After, you know, you want to eliminate the death penalty. Fine. Go through the proper channels. Put it on the ballot. We'll all vote for it as people always do. Most people support it. In this case, almost everybody supports it you don't eliminate the death penalty in the middle of the damn
1: it almost came stuff. back with the Je- when the jeffrey curley murder happened in the 90s that they they didn't it fall like one vote short in the state legislature or something like By that the one
0: of the uh, no it passed and then finner and just said no i don't like the death penalty and they uh, and he denied it. I forget the procedural, but
1: uh, so people here will fry it. Well, they'll fry yeah. it if, if the if the crime is egregious enough.
0: Correct. People will. And by the way, one of Jeffrey Curley's murderers was up for parole recently. I think he was denied, but it was yeah. his first but time. He five, will be years out. Years,
1: I'll have another one. This is what these people.
0: They'll both be out. They'll have their lives to live. They, they murdered a child, uh, raped and murdered a child. How? Was,
1: how is there not how is that not life without parole? I don't understand that.
0: There's no such thing as life without parole. There's no such thing. Nothing.
1: the other is, I mean, Michael Souza, the guy who
0: killed Chief Robert
1: Mortel. Remember that murder in 1994, Paxton, chief of police, was killed in Holden. Uh, and the his killers, Michael Souza, will never get out of jail. He will never have an appeal day ever because he got life without parole. The other two who didn't even shoot or anything like that, they were just joint venturers. They've been in jail for like 25 years. They get denied appeal every five years, and they didn't pull the trigger. So they will keep somebody in jail forever. They've done it to other people.
0: Um, but you can't do it to, uh, juveniles anymore. They changed that. They overturned that, whatever. <clears throat> uh, you can't, uh, convict a guy if he's under, if he's a juvenile for life. They, they can do like 20 years, which is maddening. If you murder someone you mean you're 16, you get out by the time you're 40, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's crazy, but it's Massachusetts and the will of the people is irrelevant in this case. It all that matters in the, in Charlie Baker's Massachusetts, all that matters is, does Linda Pizzuti like you? Does the Boston Globe like you? Do you, you know, do, do the do the people at Harvard support you? It doesn't matter what the citizens, the voters think. But, well, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff today. There's a lot of stuff over the weekend. And you know what? It's going to be interesting going forward, as they say. I want to see what the Bruins have to say. I want to see uh, what happens the next time a player says he doesn't hate the Cops. It's dangerous these days to not hate the Cops. Um,
2: By the way, the Bruins say that the Bobby Orr statue was just removed because there's construction going on in the area. I don't believe it. I think it's something. I think something negative happened. But yeah, they Bobby say that Orr, it's just
0: mean, yeah. mean tweets. Bobby Orr said something something yeah. mean about uh, you know I don't know who something mean about Obama or LeBron, about uh, the patron saint. Uh, Lebron. Next time, next time, maybe we talk to you, uh, Aiden. He'll be a vice president. Uh, vice presidential candidate will be the next president. The most important vice presidential pick of all time is supposed to happen this week I mean, that's you, and I will, you and I'll talk about the uh, the most egregious the most outrageous thing the Democrats have done or will do to stop trump we 've seen. How low they will go. We've seen them, what they did to Kavanaugh, just made up stuff, made up gang rapes. We've seen the Russian hoax. We've seen the Ukraine story. They have, they have proven time and time again that they will do, there's no limit to what they will do to stop Trump. Well, this could be the most despicable, the most nefarious thing yet. They're going to keep schools closed, even though every expert, every pediatrician, every epidemiologist says, Even, you know, Fauci, Redfield, even all these guys say kids should be back in school. The Democrats, the teachers union, the teachers are going to keep them closed because it hurts Trump. And that's all that matters. It is so contemptible what they're doing now. We'll do we could talk about it again next week or again later this week because it's not going to change. It doesn't matter. The kids don't get the virus. It doesn't matter that they don't give the virus. It doesn't matter that. Yeah. Kids are killing I, know,
1: I will know a week from today whether, like my schedule. I I might be personally rip shit next week because my daughter's going to kindergarten next year, and if this freaks fucks with my business. I'm going to be so pissed off because I'm not getting paid. If you have to sit on one of these goddamn Zoom calls with a five-year-old, what if my wife's at work, right? I, I, I got to be daddy daycare. Are you going to compensate me for that? Are you, Do I get a tax break because you're not
0: heating the no. building? The answer is no. You don't get a tax break. You get a tax hike. These people are – I'll lose it. I lose, just, I'm going to grab disgusting. guns and ammo. I swear God. disgusting what they're doing. Kids – I mean, there are more kids dying from drug overdoses than from COVID. It's, it's a fact. They don't get sick. They don't die. They don't give it. They, don't, they belong in school. If the teacher's 65 years old and 400 pounds, stay home. If a kid is vulnerable for some reason or another, has a compromise, stay home. Everyone else has to go to school. But they're afraid it will work out well. And that is bad for Biden, good for Trump. And that's all that matters. Teachers unions don't care about kids that we know that now they've made no illusions. They don't care about children. They care about the presidential election. They care about stopping the evil orange man. We'll have more details in a week, but they're not going to send kids back to school because if if it works out well, it's a good thing for Trump. It's just like, do you think if a vaccine comes out in October that they won't do everything in their power to stop it from being disseminated? Do you think they're going to allow a successful vaccine uh, before the election? You, God, you, no. You,
1: I mean, we're absolutely. in dystopia. We're waiting for a billionaire to tell us when a vaccine is safe, and we're just listening to quack doctors tell us all the time that we can't do things. He won't even denounce protests. Jim uh, Jim Jordan couldn't. Tried to get Fauci to denounce. Oh, him. that was so great.
0: Uh, Jim Jordan bounced Remember back. Remember when you I used
1: spoke. to like Fauci? You were a Fauci guy.
0: I hate him. I hate him you now. You were a I Fauci mean, guy. That was, that was so revealing where he couldn't just say you know getting you know protests spread the virus he wouldn't he is, say it
1: he, he has no problem saying that other things don't do this right. don't do yeah, that don't, don't
0: go to the gym right. don't do that. i think that i think that and the uh, and the john lewis funeral were very revealing they, lewis, they, they, yeah. they will not dc is going to arrest you if you gather in groups of bigger than 10 but they made an exception for the john lewis funeral which was amazing people flew in from all over the country gathered in tight spaces indoors for hours and then flew back to where they, they have came masks
1: from. on Jerry. They have a thin piece this, of paper over their face. So it this and,
0: and Obama gave one of the most cynical speeches oh, I've man, ever oh. seen. He was it was like He was Al Sharpen up there, blaming, you know, the evil white guys for everything and voter fraud. Who mentions a
1: filibuster at a goddamn (laughs) funeral? Like, I go to a funeral. It's like, let's have some filibuster talk. What do you think about that? It was not
0: a funeral. It was a political rally, and it got the stamp of approval by all the right people, and it showed just how hypocritical they were. Look what we can do. You can't, you know, and I saw lots of tweets like this. People said, I couldn't have a funeral for my father, my grandfather, but look what they could do for John Lewis, have five or six funerals. It was revealing. And they don't have to quarantine when they get back to Washington.
1: The mayor of, of Washington, D.C., anybody else who goes to a high-risk state that they've labeled, like Georgia, for instance, where the funeral was held, has to self-quarantine when they get back. She made an announcement that members of Congress do not have to because they're essential. She literally is, right. These people are such assholes and we let them get away with it. And what a bunch
0: of cowards we live in in this country. They're fining people like a thousand dollars for not wearing a mask walking their dog. But you can, but thousand people can come from all over the country, go to John Lewis's funeral. Get the virus, bring it home, spread it. It's like the worst example of dangerous behavior, irresponsible, dangerous behavior. But it's okay, and we see it, John Lewis, because John Lewis was a good liberal, and,
1: and we that- all see it, and we just bend over and take it. These people love it; they love to be told. They don't give a flying shit about this blatant double standard and hypocrisy in their face. They, this is a country of cowards. You know, it's bad, Jerry. When we look up, like, man, you know who's tough? The Swedes. <laughs> at least they, they go out and they fight the disease. At least they well, we'll not of it.
0: I'm looking forward to the five or six funerals for uh, for Herman Cain uh, uh, and and the governors and the mayors all giving their blessing to the attendees at Herman Cain's huge funeral. You think that'll happen? <laughs> he was <must. laughs>
1: No, Jerry. They're too busy dancing on his grave right now because they he died of quote unquote
0: COVID, even though there's no proof of that. Is there? He didn't he didn't wear a mask. So he's died. He's dead. John Lewis was wore a mask, I guess. But anyway, we will uh, we'll be following that story and the back to school thing, which is I'm wondering, could it backfire? Could it blow up on the Democrats? Because it's so clearly uh, only about Trump. It's not about the kids. Um, And hopefully there's lots of people as outraged as you are. But uh, we'll talk about that next time. Thanks. Turtle boy, check. Uh, hey, by the
2: by, the way, before we go, uh, Matt Porter has chimed in this morning, and uh, I think Turtle Riders got to him in in the email this morning. Uh, he's quote: He just tweeted out, "I've got a real life. I don't need to engage with the fight me or debate me crowd."
0: Oh, what a, oh, he's got. He's very a busy. Person. Very busy guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, he is pathetic. Asshole. He is pathetic, and you know what? He would have gotten away with it if not for Turtle Boy. Uh, we now know. We now know. It's true. The Bruins have a uh, have someone inside the building who is uh, 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 is of a like mind and was responsible for photoshopping the T-shirt that honored the Boston police. It's disgusting. Hopefully they will uh, that root out this this person and expose them and uh, the players can continue to support the police because, you know, in their hearts, they all do. They don't like this any more than we do, but, uh, Matt Porter, a, a typical gutless Globy won't answer to anybody. I'm sure I'll be blocked. Like you are just a journalist who, who blocks people who criticize his work. I love that. Typical Globy. But check out uh turtle boys work at tbdailynews.com. There's lots of good stuff on there. Stuff you will not read in the globe or anywhere else. Lots of stories. You are breaking stories left and right. And don't forget say hi to, uh, say hi to Clay Travis for me would you say hi to uh, send
1: him an email put in a good word for say you say hi to
0: Bernie Carrick tell him send him my regards All right.
1: will do and Michelle
0: alright thanks Matt. thanks to uh, DCU and thanks to Shake Concrete and Allied Paving and Raycon Raycon I got my wireless earbuds right here my Raycon love my Raycon wireless earbuds anything else Colonnade that's it we're good that's it we're good I'm Jerry Callahan this is the Callahan Podcast we will talk to you again tomorrow Why
2: am I stopping? No one else stops.
0: I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.